Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com. Welcome back, sports fans, to another episode of the Charity Stripe Podcast brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one sports podcast network in Los Angeles. For those listening at home, on the road, in the air, or in the water, do you believe? We have a great show for you guys today. Um, well, most of it's great. Some of it's a little sad. There were a lot of injuries in the NFL that we have to discuss, unfortunately. But Lakers won on an epic buzzer beater, so we'll talk about some basketball. Celtics won as well. And, of course, fantasy football. And Nikki Snacks Kreider was a little hot on the books this weekend. So buckle up, tuck it into your waistband, because here we go. Three, two, one. We're back. We sitting here, I supposed to be the franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. Uh, we're back, baby. It's the Charity Stripe. Hit your free throws because they're free. So 275 coming stankier than so 274. And I'm flanked on my right by offensive and defensive coordinators Nikki Snacks Kreider and Alex Toss Me the Rock Tisopolis. Both rocking t-shirt jerseys. Uh, Nick, you got your favorite wide receiver on, DeAndre Hopkins. You and I are, are cut from the same cloth uh, while we're talking about <laughs> shirts. Um, we both love t-shirt jerseys. Uh, Toss, uh, you like him as well. Your hoodie games. I saw it this past weekend. Someone else had a Cam Newton hoodie, like your Garoppolo hoodie. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, you got your Dallas Stars. Congrats, man! Stanley Cup and the lead in the series. We're we're in the cup. We're up one zero. Uh, a nice four to one game on basically on the back of our goaltender, um, 
Darby. Who's on con- <laughs> Who's on contract? is a free elf. Kudobin is our is our goaltender, Nick. And I don't know if you got a chance to watch the game or if you didn't. No big Check deal. Highlights. No big deal. But our his helmet has Dobby the house elf wow. on it, which is which is yeah. which is what we like at the charity stripe. Yeah, we should get him on. Any sort of Harry of Potter reference is is awesome. We should get the voice actor of Dobby on. Um, that would be cool. I also with those same. It wouldn't goalie. be the first voice actor we've had on. Wouldn't Bobby. be the first voice actor. I appreciate you being honest with everyone out there saying that you only watch the highlights. That's what we really love yeah. on the hmm. charity strike. But just it's nice of you because we are the Abraham Lincoln of podcasts. Um, but it was very funny. We went to Nick's and our one of our roommates who has been on the show before who knows nothing about sports sat down and was like, why? Because we were watching a baseball game, the fight, and we were watching um, Eastern Conference Finals. Eastern Conference Finals. And he's like, why isn't the Stanley Cup on? This is the only game I care about. And I thought that was pretty hilarious because he could not name a single. I don't even know if he knew what teams were in. Yeah. Gun to his head. Probably not. Gun to his head, brains on the floor. Tampa Bay Lightning and the Dallas Stars, and the Stars are up, up 1-0 one in the series. And you'd love to see that. And if you bet on the Stars spread, you would have won some money yesterday. And where's the best place on planet earth to bet any kind of game well, the, besides the, caesar palace the besides best caesar place palace. no the best place and the only place Nick. this is the <laughs> only place where you can put in a wow. bet in in the world Nick, um and that's it your place <laughs> that's it betonline.ag football is back which we're all very excited about nick if if you were a betting man and you had put money down on say, DeAndre Hopkins and the Arizona Cardinals, they were minus seven. We informed the listeners that they should take that bet and take minus seven against, who, who did they play? The who Washington. Who cares? The who cares? <laughs> Trick question. They didn't even have a team game. It didn't game. even matter. Yeah. It didn't even matter. But if you had taken the Arizona Cardinals minus seven on betonline.ag, you would have won big. If you didn't, no big deal. Next weekend, there's plenty of NFL games to bet on. So head to betonline.ag and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses that they have. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Mm-hmm. We we mm-hmm. threw out on our Instagram. Yeah, better late than never, as they as they always say. Um, right before the game started on NFL it was Sunday, a buzzer beater. It was a buzzer beater. Uh, I know people uh, that took the parlay though. People said thank you, and it's still alive. It's still alive. It's still alive. We've hit on three. We pushed Four. on. We've hit on. Oh, we. Oh no no, no. we hit because uh, the the under that we had was, was forty nine and a half, and Nick cucked no, me fifty one and a half. Oh, it was 51 and It was 51 and a half, and, yeah. a half, and that right, was the, right, te- right. the Texans. I had Texans it at 49. Let's, so that just so everyone knows what happened the other day. And I guess it was a miscommunication. I'll give my boy the benefit of the doubt because we're great friends. And you should have just said, put the money down for me. I thought the phrase, I'm in. BetOnline is accessible to you too. You know that, right? I know, but I don't like getting involved. You had it open and you were rolling. I feel lucky with you doing it. It was a compliment, so to speak. Okay. Nick threw down the bet. I was like, that's a great. I, I asked him how much we would win if we did a parlay. He goes, if it's 10 bucks, I go, it's 200. 10 to win 200. 10 to win 200. Nick's like, all right, it's in. I'm like, cool, I'm in. And and then last night, I was at Nick's, uh, or two nights ago, because this is Monday. Um, and then two nights ago, I was at Nick's, and I was like, dude, I'm stoked for our parlay <laughs> tomorrow. And he's like, oh, you put it down? I was like, no, I thought <laughs> you put it down for me. And so he ended up putting it down for me. The line moved to 49, which pushed. Um, but I ended up having better odds anyway. And speaking of the roommate, another callback to him who knows absolutely jack shit about sports. He joined me and he came in today, totally forgot that we did this parlay. And I reminded him and I think he was invested for a few minutes. For the five legs. Yeah. For half a second. For half a second. For for a hot minute. We needed to be a shootout in Las Vegas. Yeah. Points, points, points. But we will, we'll continue that this coming week. We might even get some college football bets in there. 
maybe it's tough right now just because, you know, not every single team we, is playing. We were soft on that, and we should have, because we were on the same page on college Miami. We, you and I knew that was yeah, going to be a Yeah, I think college football so far has been such a fucking crapshoot that it's hard to call who's going to be good and who's For sure. not. Um, I mean, there's just so much uncertainty going on. With that being said, I was very high in Miami. I think uh, th- it was a pick em. So I think they were a little bit disrespected when there was a pickup against Louisville, who's far less of a good team than they are. Seating-wise, they were one rank yeah, beneath them, right? 16-17 like or 17-18? 17, 17, 18. 18, yeah. yeah. That defense, though, that he's got tuned up is good. Yeah. And, and their tight end's great. a good coach. Yeah. Came yeah. to Texas. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy with it. We breed them well. Yeah, we do breed them well down there. Um, speaking of breeding them, uh, let's get into You Gotta Be Kidding Me. You Gotta Be Kidding Me. You're kidding me. Kidding me? Are you kidding me? This guy? Are you kidding me? Kidding me? Are you kidding me or what? You've got to be kidding me. You got to be kidding me. You got to be kidding me. Oh, you got to be kidding me! You gotta be kidding me. With that transition, that was that was pitiful. What? Well, no, l- let me get to. Let me get. It made sense. The NFL bred a lot of horrific injuries today. What? <laughs> that was, no, injuries? I, <laughs> that's what I was rolling with. <laughs> um, there were a lot. It was a tough. It was a tough transition, but there was it was a tough day in the NFL as well. Yeah, so that's if, the that's the like. If you right didn't there. watch, if you're not informed, we lost uh, Nick Boza for the season. Yeah, uh, Saquon Barkley for the season. Solomon Thomas. Solomon Thomas. Uh, Garoppolo should be out for four to six weeks. McCaffrey has an ankle injury. We're not sure how long he's going to be out for. Bruce Irvin went down in the Sunday night game. Lock. Um, Drew Lock. Drew Lock went out with a shoulder injury. He'll be out for a couple of weeks. It's tough. I'm, I'm probably missing some guys. Devontae well. Adams got hurt. Raheem Mostert. Raheem Mostert left the game. I mean, the it's 49ers tough. just had depleted a terrible draw. Yeah. Kittle got hurt. He was hurt in the week, and he was ruled out today. Michael Thomas. Thomas dealing with an ankle We injury. found out the news that it's now. He was the, it was so bizarre. At the end of the week, it was like, he might be playing, and now it's two to you four weeks. Julio got hurt, too. I missed Julio that. was limping around. I think game. it was a tweak. It was, was like a, a tweak. It was a minor thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, Godwin was out this Godwin week. Godwin was out this week. Mel- Michael Melvin Ingram had a little limp on the sideline. Yeah, yeah. You guys lost one of your defensive backs, didn't you? Um, either I, a safety or a yeah, corner went out. I can't remember who. I can't remember who it was either. I, but bottom line is this: you got to be. Here's my thing: everyone's so anti these preseason games, and they're so and they and they're so quick to start the season. And kudos to the NFL for getting the whole thing done and and, and really having no hiccups so far. Going in into COVID, week, going into sense. week two with with no positive tests. Amazing. But all that being said, now these guys clearly weren't ready. There's too many guys coming up limp in the first two weeks, and big, and these are just big names. We're not even focusing on other guys yeah, who exactly. are who are also getting hurt. Also, a conditioning thing too. I mean, I was I watched the Chargers Chiefs game pretty um, intently, and I, I saw Joey Bosa in the fourth quarter. Just he was gassed, gassed. Completely. He was out of the game. I was like, "What's he doing on the sideline?" Like you don't see yeah. that in week eight. You know no, what I mean? he's completely conditioned and ready to go. I mean, he was on the sideline for like six snaps in the fourth quarter, important snaps too, where he needed to pressure Patrick Mahomes, and he was sitting on the sideline. They couldn't get good pressure on him. Right? Yeah, and then good for him for getting his first sack on Mahomes. Yeah, yeah. first career sack on Mahomes in four games. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just the preseason. I, I'll always remember the year that Darrell Revis held out, missed the preseason, and came back, and pretty much a he didn't get his money, and b got hurt right away. Yep. And that day, I learned the lesson how val- – even if you're only playing a quarter at a time, 
And yeah, it's risky. Some guys do get hurt there, but you know what? It gets a lot of guys in shape, and it gets a lot of the guys ready to but go. Then there's, but that's also sorry to interrupt. But that's also no, part fine. of the reason why the guys hold out, right? They want to guarantee their money in case they get hurt. It happened to Earl Thomas a couple of years ago, right? His, yeah. his last time with the Seahawks, he held out during the preseason, comes back, tears his ACL, flips off all the, the yeah. snow as he's going that. out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he's a he's a bag of nuts anyway. To I be mean, honest. I think it's important to note that like. Look, the NFL playing playing professional football is enough of an injury risk in and of its own even in and of yeah, its own of right, yeah. right? And and then you add on the fact that these guys didn't get the proper amount of prep and that just football, short camp. You can't have yeah, a short it's camp. It's like football is one of those those sports where there's so much uncertainty with injuries going forward and you you have to get prepared as possible. And I, I was actually explaining something to a, a friend the other day that college football players have insurance pol- a lot some have insurance policies on Totally. Stuff, right? Yeah. Where it's like they take out like a hundred thousand dollar insurance policies that maybe guarantees them like a couple million dollars, right? In case their career ends their senior season, right? And that's a fraction of what they're gonna make, right? If they put down a hundred thousand dollars, it's a fraction of what they're gonna make on their contract. Jalen Smith had it for a mil. Yeah. If I could be wrong, you could fact check me he on did, that. He did have one. He had one though. Willis McGahee had one. Really? Wow, that was a while he, ago. Well, yeah. So this is what I originally remember when he tore his ACL with Miami. It was a horrific incident, right? Yeah. It was like, he's not going to play again. Declined it. Ends up going to the NFL and played. Wow. So it worked good, out for him. For a good while. But that's yeah. pretty damn ballsy. Yeah. Biggest balls. Low key. Se- second to our next next guy. That guy, yeah. That's a good one for Shout out to Wilson McGay. I never thought I'd hear his name on the show, so yeah. I'm pumped we did. Go Canes. Go Canes, baby. Um, but yeah, man, it's just it was like the bloodiest day I'd remember in football in a long time. I mean, Sad. I was... I was bitching the whole day about Saquon. I was up in arms selfishly well, because he's on my dude. It's he's sucks. on my team, but like those are guys that you want to see play. It's, it's what makes oh, he's so exciting. exciting. And he's mean? not only as want to see face. fucking Dion Lewis carry the ball twenty times for the next and get in the end zone. Fifteen weeks, get in the end zone too. Right. Yeah. I mean, now it's like, first of all, from a fantasy perspective, I had a, an abysmal day, and that's what I did. I just really and you were like, and Toss was trying to calm me down most of the day. Um, not that comforting, but you were trying to, I mean, at the end of the day, it's like you have no control. I know I, and I listen, if I knew that Anthony Miller banged Matt Nagy's wife, I wouldn't have started him, which he didn't do. We don't, I Mm. think you don't think he did. He was, he's a good football player and he's coming out of the game with two targets. He banged (laughs) Nagy's wife. He did. No, Mitch Trubisky, Mitch Trubisky is his quarterback. Then he banged Trubisky's girl. He's doing something wrong because he's got all the talent in the world. He had six in our dick pic. Yeah, he's at, he did something out of line yeah. to, to warrant this pitiful performance today. And listen, the Devontae Parker, I wouldn't have won anyway. That, Devontae Parker played well. You've, you've but I don't, called that pretty well. I But yeah, but here's the deal with that. I left him on the bench, and you did too, because of the Tredavious White situation. Because he's, and because he was battling an injury. And he's battling See, an injury. I started him in one of my leagues, and I didn't really have a choice, because I have Kenny Galladay's out and um, A.J. Brown's oh, out. Kenny Galladay, and A.J. Brown so this week. It, oh, so geez. I was really screwed there. I had to start Devontae Parker. Luckily, it worked out for me. Yeah. I had mean, a good game. I woke. Yeah. I think it bodes well going forward for the rest of the season because if he's healthy, yeah, he even, was questionable heading into the game. Yeah. Even if there is someone across from him who's who's talented like Tre'Davious White is, he can still perform. No, he's a good receiver. He's a really good wide receiver. I I took an LS this morning and I lazy Sunday and I woke up in my <laughs> I woke up in my bed and I flicked my phone on and I was like, all right, I'll you did not 
wake up in the late afternoon, though. No, 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 no. Well, a lazy, oh, a lazy Sunday, Sunday, you wake up in the late, late afternoon. afternoon. Right. Call up Parnell to see what he's doing. Right. Yo, Sandberg, what's up? <laughs> yeah. Great song. Um, um, <laughs> <laughs> pick his dozen. Um, but yeah, I wake up. I'm like, all right, I'll get to Red Zone wait, in a hot wait, hold minute. On, hold on, Go hold for on. it, yeah. A lazy Sunday. Yeah. You wake up in the late afternoon. Yeah. You you call your buddy and Parn. then and you you call Parn and then you go watch the Chronicles of Narnia. Yeah, I hope it wasn't in the fall during football season. There's so many other things that you could be doing. With you your think boy. Samberg gives a shit about? I football? think Samberg actually is. I think, a, he's, I think a he's a decent sports fan. fan. Is he? He made the the McGuire Canseco doc. Yeah. Mock. Yeah. He also did the Seven the Bash, Days in Hell, right? The okay, Bro, okay, okay. Two, two shades. I, I feel like yeah, he yeah, definitely yeah, likes no. sports. Hot right. Rod is, he's an athlete of some sort. And he, they, they, the Lonely Island has the song, We Like Sports. So. And they don't yeah, care yeah. who knows. Yeah, exactly. Continue so continue good. with your lazy my lazy, My quote-unquote lazy So you Sunday. woke up, flipped on your phone. I was like, all right, I'll do the second half of the first quarter on Red Zone in the living room with the squad. Um, but I'll do the first quarter in bed and kind of watch from the ESPN app and Boo. just chill a little bit. I was like, I'll chill a little bit. I was. I set my alarm. I mean, on Sunday, I usually wake up 15 minutes before kickoff. And that kickoff on the West Coast is pretty nice. It's at 10 a.m., right? So I get a little bit of sleep in it. Wake up at 9.45, go pee, brush my teeth, grab a drink, sit on the couch, red zone's on. Good to go. FaceTime Matthew Barry real quick. <laughs> five minutes before. Anyone, yeah. anyone Chef, I should take Chef out? Three minutes before. Well, no, I'm not. Uh, was, I'm up before 10, clearly, because I have to make sure my lineups and such are in, in, in sync because anything could happen in that Sunday morning. You can't You can't be waking up at 10.05 in the West Coast like I mean, one I, of our other roommates with like George Kittle out. Lo and behold. I, I doesn't play that. I yeah, turned, exactly. I turned on Red Zone. Yeah. I turned on our TV and put Red Zone on. Surprise okay. to all the a, listeners. This is a this is a fight. <laughs> no, 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 no. To all the listeners, I'm on. basically a walking circuit city, and I <laughs> put everything together in our living room. I, I've been dealing with the consoles, the controllers, the screens, whatever. But I put on Red Zone, and as soon as I put it on, Raheem Mostert goes for an 80-yard touchdown. So you never know. Like you have to really, you got to get there, and you got to be ready to, to to watch or either consume on your phone, like you did, Josh, for the first quarter, because things happen quick in the NFL, oh. and that's what's so exciting about right. it. Right. I almost literally, I almost didn't get out of bed. This is what happened to me. I almost didn't get out of bed because I flipped on my phone. And the guy I was playing had Kittle, substitute Jonu Smith, who ripped Went a sixty-three yard bomb, yep. and then got, and then got the touchdown, yeah. Yeah. and then another one, and then he also had Mostert, who yeah, unfortunately left the game, um, but he ripped that eighty-yard touchdown. He almost run. had two. He, he almost had and two. They got called back. <laughs> we we mentioned it last time because on the the deep. Uh, it was a pass play where he took a pass like 60 plus yards, yeah. broke the the record for miles per hour run. Oof. He broke it again. Wow. He broke, broke it again, record. like 23 points. Jesus, something. God, him, entire kill. So fastest so recorded fast. player since they started inputting like the stat chips in chip, their, yeah. yeah, the stat cast stuff in, in their helmets. That's wild. And I, I love le- technology. Technology really cool. is amazing. I want amazing. them to bring technology into baseball a bit more. I need them to be there. I, there needs to be robotic umpires. <laughs> I mean, so needs, fucking there's so many it. things. So sick I can't. Do you like them it. talking to these players like in the middle of the innings? It's fun every now and then, but I don't give a fuck. I just want to see a good game. It's kind of interesting. I feel like some of the guys are like really like chatty Cathy's and kind of like giving it back to the announcers and all this. You're like in the middle of the inning and like, yeah, someone else catches a pop fly and like that could have come to you. And are you going to talk through? I don't know. It's really interesting. I mean, these really guys are like they're pros. pros. They do this in their sleep. Yeah, no, I know. I know. I mean, they do stuff that I couldn't some of these guys probably. You got to be locked in, though. themselves. I mean, there's yeah. so, 
Charlie Blackman looks like a psychopath out there. He's definitely singing some Led Zeppelin or something in center field. He, I'm, a, I'm one degree separation from him. He's apparently a really chill dude. Yeah, but I'm sure he's still singing Led Zeppelin in center field. Out the mountain now. Or Pearl Jam. Pearl, Pearl, Pearl Jam, Jam kind of guy. Okay, grunge, yeah, yeah, a little more grunge for sure. Yeah. Um, but I do make it out of bed, lo and behold. And the minute I literally get to the couch, I'm on the couch maybe for five, ten minutes. You have some toast. Nope, I didn't. Get, that was that. That was the second quarter. That was halftime in the first games, cool. and Saquon gets hurt, and yeah. my day, my my year is over now. Like now, it's I'm like, terrible. but it's part of me is like, okay, now I can really focus on the Patriots, which is exciting. But now my other part of me is one of my fantasy leagues is already done. I'm already. It's over. I don't think that you're done though. I think you're you're I giving up on yourself. I just I'm fantasy being seasons are not. They're not one in the draft. They yeah, never but are. But they're but lost. Josh always does My say, theory you can't is win the first round. You, you can, can lose. lose the first round. You can't win the first round. He was the first pick. I couldn't even get McCaffrey. What if a keeper? Okay. Lead. What if Dion Lewis and Co. are top twenty? RB the rest of the season. Do I spend my waiver on him? Can I get him on my waiver? I'm not the first waiver. It's like it's a mess. You gotta make a play for him. I have to, I guess. Yep. But do I even trust that Giants offense? Looks like hot, hot garbage. Look, I, I understand where you're coming from, but I don't wanna like say what was me because you know, Saquon Barkley's not playing for fantasy purposes. Part of the it game sucks because it, it's his career. Oh, being I mean? selfish. I know, I know like yeah, it's for the guy I, def- I feel worse for the guy than right. I do for myself. I'm always I'm always like so pissed off at people. They're like, What the fuck? Like he had to like he had to get hurt. He had to like Come on, like they, is that their control? But yeah, you, but you guy, run that risk when they when they spend their draft capital on a running back like that, yeah. right? And then when your two primary pieces are your running back and your quarterback. And the thing is, it really wasn't even that like it wasn't a high contact play. Like he he pulled up well, that's it. when that's he was the going ACL. up. It's an ACL, right? And it's gonna happen to him. He they gave him the ball so many fucking times. Right? And they're all, I mean, it's just. They, they take the hardest cuts. Yeah, we say exactly. it all the time. It's not the situation is not as fault. I think actually for the first time in a long time, people in New York get that. Yeah. Usually people and we were we received it. I received the text. We we're all on the group text. I think um, today are. like cursing Gettleman and whatever. But you know what? It at the end of the day, people aren't blaming Saquon. No. It's like no, it's not his him. fault that the Giants no, no. took him at number two ahead of a slew of guys, right. quarterbacks, linemen, and linebackers and such. No. You I know? think gone are the days that that um, New Yorkers blame players. Unless it's like a bonehead error or like a mistake. Yeah, thank make, God. Right? Which like that was shitty when they would blame players for shit. Yeah. But I do think that like if there's one thing that I've kind of taken from the NFL in recent years is that there are so many talented running backs out there that you really can't slot. I mean, you look at a team like the Jags, right? And James Robinson has stepped in and, and he's played nice. He's played fantastically. Yeah. This team is they're competitive. They're definitely not the worst team in football like I thought they were going to be. No. That's why they're, guys they're like team. guys like Zeke and guys like McCaffrey. And I'm worried about McCaffrey. I mean, yeah, his, his, he's so they, they like show his snap percentages, right? And like they run him into the ground. It was ninety one percent one year, and then the next year was ninety three percent, and then this year it's ninety seven percent of snap percentages. But that's an eighth overall pick. You gotta do that. You're spending if you're spending a top ten pick on a guy, you gotta do that, use him. Do you want to have him healthy for a full season? Like I, I mean, as a fantasy no, it owner, doesn't matter. it's awesome to see him play that many yeah. times and get that many touches. But like, it's he's gonna get hurt. They're he gonna, got hurt today. Yeah. Do you, do you, do we know they're not? It's gonna, volume. They're not gonna hit his prime. We know that. And it's the same thing with the Giants. The Giants made a mistake taking Saquon. I think they could have obviously gotten Josh Allen or Dar. Look, I think the Darnold situation, I'm going to get into him later. I don't think it's his fault. I really don't. 
but they could have done they could have done more and they could have been more precautious and they could have been smarter with their draft capital and they weren't and now they had spent a second overall pick on a running back who's going to be out for the rest of this season we don't know how he's going to come back he's heading into a contract year so you either have to let him walk or it's, a, it's his fourth year they could pick up the fifth year option which they probably they will. will do they will. Or you're gonna have to pay him. It's right. just like a, it's just such a tricky situation. That organization's in a lot of trouble for a lot of reasons. So yeah. Well, but I don't want to harp too long on uh, sad. on injuries. Yeah. You know, I mean, this is a positive podcast, and I also want to joke too much about it. So yeah. we'll move on. Yeah, we can make light, but well, let's, let's make talk light about some balls. Balls. Okay, let's talk about biggest balls of the week. Balls of steel. Biggest balls of the week goes to the brow, Anthony Davis. Setting his feet and hitting that game-winning shot. Splash City. Yeah. Who, and and showing a lot of grit because he had just gotten scored on, kind of worked by Jokic down low. 11 in a row, by the way. It's kind of a ballsy game by him, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Jokic hit that that little baby hook over him. Yeah, um, and then they, they they go around. You know, they got twenty seconds left. Yeah, and great defensive effort by Jamal Murray to block that shot from Danny Green out of bounds, and and to have the presence of mind to like draw up some semblance of a play with two seconds left to get Davis a wide open shot. Not even not wide open. Yeah, I mean, but open contested. enough. They contested. It was, pretty it was well, contested, but they double Plumlee doubled on LeBron like that. Like. I thought that we all knew that Davis was taking that shot. He was hot. Well, but I knew yeah. he, I knew he was taking the sh- shot. I knew he should have taken the shot. Yeah, I would have liked to have seen him get the action for, on the front end when they first had that first possession. Right. And of course they're going to give it to LeBron, but you sometimes you have to ride the hot hand. And I appreciated what Davis said at the end of the game. Where he's like, "I want to take that shot." Of course he does. I want to take that shot. It's it's kind of the first time we've really heard him yeah. say something like that. Yeah. Um. Well, he's also in a position where. I mean, he's actually good from three, and he's a good shooter. Which is so dangerous because he's, he's huge. He's yeah, he's 6'10", 6'11". I mean, it's the same thing with, like, KP. It's tough to guard, you know? Yeah. It's, and those, all those guys that are hitting from three and cat. And Giannis figures out he, how to shoot three. He's get it, he'll get there, and he already is getting yes. there. But I knew AD, listen, I knew AD was taking the shot. He was coming around the pick. They yeah, set a pick for him, it. and he saw him going. Good for him for getting setting his feet and getting that clean look off. Caruso had had a good look before that, he's too. He's been good. He's wide been open. great. Been Top great. of the key. Yeah. Wide open. That that team though, I I just think the Nuggets. Poor poor Nuggets. Honestly. Yeah, they, they battled back. They're trying. I just don't. I, they might be a year away. They from really like from like being that team. I I don't. They you need don't, another big big name. They need another superstar. I guess. I guess. I don't know. Like um, unless Porter Jr. can blossom and become a superstar. I'm not saying this is gonna happen. Possibly. Um. That's po- that's very offensively. Yes, it's very possible. I'm not saying this is gonna happen. But we were in a situation, and Mike Malone should stay there. They shouldn't do what the Warriors did. He's a good did. coach. But we were in a situation where the Warriors lost in the Western Conference Finals, and Steph Curry and Clay took that step, and Draymond, for that matter, took that step and elevated that yeah. team to the finals the following year. It seems like Jamal Murray's made the step. Yeah. If, if you can keep it going, I mean, I was that's, talking, the, that's a true question. He's playing like, he's playing like an all-NBA point guard right yeah. now. He really is. Yeah, yeah, he, 100%. And and Jokic is playing like top seven player in the world right now. Would you rather have? Would you rather have? Jamal There's no Murray? question. I'd rather have Jokic than Embiid. Like that 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 Good. question That's is debate, so forever yeah. answered. What about this question? Would you rather speaking of Embiid's teammate? Would you rather have Jamal Murray or Ben Simmons? I think on that me, team, I think Jamal Murray. For me, I still, I think I have to go Simmons because of his height, because of his def- his defensive capabilities. Yeah, his rebounding. I it just he brings so much that. But it's the type of it's the pairing, right? Like with Jokic, Jokic does all that. He creates, he rebounds, 
he spaces the floor. He sees everyone and let let Murray just kind of be a, a tactician and a sharpshooter and a pick and roll maestro. And when he gets to the basket, he's a creative finisher. He's, he can finish on anyone, um, and he's fearless. Is like, he the best shooter on the floor in this series? Small Murray? Yeah. He's got to be. Yeah. He's, he's limitless. Yeah. W- when he's... When he's hot, he is the best. Like on, like on. When you're, when the guys are on, he's the best shooter yeah. on the floor. So yeah. if the best shooter is your point guard, to me, if the guy who has the ball in his hands the most, if he's the best shooter, most times I'm gonna end up going with him. Obviously, the guy, there's guys like Jokic, there's guys like AD, there's guys like LeBron, and the big names. I'm not gonna take over Jamal Murray, but at this point, and he's not as good defensively or even close really as Simmons is, just because no, of his Simmons limit. is a, yeah, all, all defensive, all player. defensive player. But Murray is just a laser show when he's hot, and he's he has put up. <laughs> he's played stupid numbers every game. Every time he yeah. needs to be good, he's good. Yeah, and like not even good, great. This is definitely. It was an interesting game. It was telling, but I just want to see a clean sweep. I've been saying it from the get go. I mean, don't waste our time. Honestly, I don't. I don't care. To really, see I don't see, care. No, to see I want to see good games. Yeah, no, no, good games. But I just look. Let's get a sweep. Let's just do it. You want to get it over with? No yes. way, dude. This is like... I'm ready we, to get to the finals. Then we go to the abyss, and then we go no basketball. I want as much basketball you're as possible. We'll get basketball right back. In you're, like ready to, you're ready to get to the final. That's interesting. One, I think it's interesting because these games... they've because my team is out. They've had, <laughs> but they've had less time to... They've had less time to recover in every single series. Most of these, most of these NBA playoffs, they're getting stretched way, way, way longer than this. So yeah. I, I appreciate how quickly these players have been able to get back oh, out yeah, there. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I definitely think hurt the Nuggets in the first game. Hurt because, us. Because the Lakers had had more rest. Yeah, definitely hurt it's, you guys, it's, too. It, we're, listen, there's a reason, and I've been like harping on it. Oh, we're bad in this. We've been brutal in the second half against these teams, right? Brutal yeah. in the second half against these teams. And we go into the lead, we go into the second half with massive leads, and every time we blow them, the first two games at least, and even in the second game, third game, we kind of let them back in a little bit. And why does that all go down? It's because we're gassed. It's because we were running our guys forty plus minutes throughout the entire Raptor series. We didn't have Hayward, so our depth was stretched. And I, I'm so I don't even know why we have a four day rest right now, but we do, and I'm so beyond yeah. thankful for it. I think there's something interesting that's distinctive of your team uh, of the Celtics versus the Nuggets where the Celtics are normally in the opposite position of the Nuggets at halftime where they're the team that's normally up 13 or 8 or 10 and then they start to play tentative they start to not play their style of play they don't push the pace they slow down and they lose that action they lose that flow especially yeah. since Gordon Hayward hasn't been hasn't been out there except this last game and you saw how great he is as, as a passer and the Nuggets yeah. are playing from behind they're a bunch of young guys but they're fearless because they're like, yeah. w- w- what do we have to lose? What do we have to lose? Yeah, they're just trying to make a statement. I mean, yeah, they just they're. I think, and I don't think that they're going to win this series, but I don't think they're going to get swept. But they have a guy like Murray that Tatum is un- as much as you want them to. Nick. If the if the Lakers win the next game, then they're getting swept. Oh uh, yeah, the, I've been sitting. That's my theory. That's you your know? theory. It works fairly three, well. Three zero. The, the, yeah. the team is sweeping. Yeah, I, I think the in the bubble at least they want to go. I think <laughs> I think <laughs> though tired. the thing with Murray going back going back to Jamal Murray <laughs> is that and we don't have this and as good of an offensive player as Tatum is and obviously Kemba has still been a step behind for me but he's been good the past two games Jalen's been unbelievable but we don't have a guy that is an absolute bomb from three and they do and when you have a guy that's green light green light like that and can hit from three and that just takes you back in the game the Celtics you miss guys have it. been shooting really well yeah though. I mean I just Tatum, there's no guy that's a stroke. 
He's but he's not as consistent. Marcus Smart has been shooting like fifty percent. He's streaky though. Yeah, but you and I sit on the couch and we're like, Jesus Christ! He, there's no one in the world that heat checks themselves like Marcus Smart. Yeah, I don't like when he shoots three in a row. Yeah. But if he's if he's hitting, but he I mean, does it all the time. The thing is, you're trying to say like we need a Duncan Robinson, and like Duncan Robinson is like right now the only Duncan Robinson that I see. He's ridiculous. Yeah. The other ones they were have, on other teams that got that got put out already. I don't. See they got cr- dude. Like Crowder was been good. Crowder was yeah, great the first two you, games. You no, know, I know he's been great. But like, you're, is you're, he Crowder's not a better? You shooter want than a guy Tate, who said he's laser from three, right? An unconscious three point shooter, and that's Duncan Robinson. Like, who who else is out there that's like him right now? Murray has been unbelievable. He's been yeah, he's been unbelievable. Yeah. he's been unbelievable. Yeah. I don't know. But I'm I just saying for I, I you, think for your team, you're never gonna have Jamal Murray. I, I, I know, but I wish we. I, I would feel more comfortable if we had a guy that was a little, as like the deep ball. If Kemba threat. can figure it out, he's got potential. I, I, I Kemba like we've been. He's always been a better two point shooter than he yeah, has. Yeah, his jumper is great. But the, when we now having Hayward in the there, Hayward is like breaking the zone from the interior. And when we allow Kemba to do that as well, like yeah, sometimes he gets blocked. He's a smaller guy, but I don't mind Kemba going to the rack. I feel like draw the foul, get you know, kick it out, do yeah. something, have Brown in the corner. I think the X factor for Miami. I mean, we've been saying this for a while. Is Bam? I mean, you yeah. really don't have anyone that can compete. No. In game two, when he asserted himself in the second half, they dominated. Shooters you guys are gonna in the shoot. Third quarter. Shooters are gonna shoot. Your shooters are gonna shoot too. I mean, Jalen's been shooting well. Jason's been shooting well. Marcus has been shooting well. Gordon's back. Yeah. But Bam's gonna get his, and we saw last game. Tice, you know. Well, that's the issue. Yeah. I, you break him. That's if you break him down from within. Then all of a sudden, the exterior guys, Crowder, Duncan Robinson, Harrow, are open. Right. And when you yeah. have guys like that, it's game over. Right. Yeah. Two things. I wanted to see – I will be watching Jimmy Butler tomorrow. Okay. No, not tomorrow. Wednesday. Yeah. Weird, yeah, weird, weird, weird turnaround. What is – So weird. But I will be watching Jimmy Butler like a hawk in this next game because he was very tentative in game three. He has a lot of opportunities. I really don't think that you guys, as good defensively as you are, that can stay with him. It's If he gets a step on you, he's going to draw the foul, and he's such a good finisher in the paint, and he's also a great dish-off guy to Bam, and if Bam's there, he's going to jam it. But I think I, I saw Jimmy Butler being too tentative and yeah. passing too often and not taking the game in his own hands and, and really like willing them yeah. on some possessions where Tatum yeah. grabs the ball and is like, I'm I'm the only one that's going to touch the ball this possession. I'm going to get to the basket. If I don't get a shot that I that I like, I'm getting fouled. Well, he's got limitations as a shooter, Butler, that, that Tatum doesn't. He does, but he's been he's been shooting good. He's been sh- I don't every, know. I just, every he time, hasn't been aggressive enough for me. Every and time I think I'm like – he needs to be. Yeah. Every time like Jimmy Butler is a top ten player in the world, he shows me that he's not. Every time like this guy's top ten, he's balling out. And don't get me wrong, he's made some freak defensive plays. I mean, I he's so unbelievable on the defensive side of the ball. It's ridiculous. But then he like does the thing like you're saying, like kind of like disappears and isn't the guy on offense. And isn't even in the game, like kind of like I don't like, think he disappeared. I think there were opportunities where he was still looking for other shooters, and they got good looks off of them. But there's sometimes where it's like, I want to look at, the, I want to look at the box score at the end of the game, and I want to know that you're shooting just as much as Tyler Hero. I want to see that you're shooting just yeah. as much as Duncan yeah. Robinson. He gets to the line. He he does he does, and he shoots very well from the free throw yeah. line. This the entire it's team really does. Important. That's and a like, good series. It's a good series. And as good as Harrow is, I he's, just he's great. I just keep in mind that he's still a rookie. And to it's have crazy. and to be, it's crazy what he's doing. But to be so reliant and be like, okay, like we so have, relaxed too. He, he's amazing. He's like a vet. He's awesome. My issue is then 
kind of checking yourself to him though because he is still a rookie you can't be still so reliant on him to be that guy sometimes even though he has been which is again bonkers for his age and bonkers for where he's at in the nba you can't be so reliant in my opinion but shout out to ad i think i think the lakers are going to roll them what do you what do you we were debating last night with some of our friends what's the situation going to be in the celtics i said if it goes to six i don't feel confident if it goes to seven i'm feeling good does that resonate with you I, I don't think that you guys can consistently beat them game in, game out with the depth that they have. I think that they, they win the series no matter what. I agree, I agree with Sauce. Okay. If it's six or seven, I think. Unless, they're, unless they have a coaching breakdown and Spolstra just forgets how to coach a game, I think he, he's so good at making adjustments. Which he won't. He won't forget. <laughs> you would think. You would think. They've had some of their worst quarters in the playoffs against you guys mm-hmm. and credit your defense because you guys get after it and you've got a you've got a bulldog leading you with Marcus Smart who's all over the place flops so much but he's just I would love to just go to battle with that guy mm-hmm. if he's on my team I feel good because I know that I know that he's giving it his all um mm-hmm. but I think that I think that they'll take you guys and then I think which it'll sucks because we should have won at least one of the first two games you blew them both which sucks yeah. who knows though I and mean, that's yeah. why they play that's why they play and that was biggest balls of the week. We'll go to Fab Five right now. Fab Five. Fab Five takeaways in the NFL. We each got one, and then we're going to do for the back two. We're going to do pretender and contender. So an 0-2 team who we think could be a contender and a 2-0 team who we think is a hashtag pretender. But we'll do takeaways, hashtag Nick. Hashtag Foo Fighters pretender. Oh, what if I say I'm not? Dude, David Grohl is like the Harrison Ford of music. Yeah, man. He was the drummer sure. for Nirvana. Nirvana and now lead singer and guitarist of Foo Fighters. Um, Pretty successful, if you ask me. Yeah. Well, with my, I, can it, I liken it to uh, Harrison Ford because of uh, Raiders, um, Indiana Jones, and Star Wars. Oh. Like the yeah, he's got both. Yeah. Remember when Shia was going to take up the mantle and be the next Indiana Jones? Crystal Skull. Yeah, yeah worst, but he worst was the movie that they have in that franchise. But for he sure. was made for Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Nick. He was. He was destined for that. Um, Nick, you were very stoked about your takeaway, so we'll let you rock it first, man. Um, I, I wouldn't say I was very stoked, but I am pleasantly <laughs> surprised because you said it with a smile because it's well, because it's still a loss. Um, the Chargers lost by three points in overtime to the Chiefs. They looked better than people probably expected them to do. They covered their spread. But my takeaway is that the Chargers are better with Justin Herbert playing quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, I told you guys, it, this is super strange, but before, like, I would say 30 minutes, like an hour before the game, I told my roommate, I said, man, I have this eerie feeling that we're going to see Justin Herbert today because Terod Taylor is going to get injured. And I had no knowledge of his of his injury or, or whatever it was, the chest injury that he had that flirted up um, in pregame. And then, what do you know, turn on the TV, first series, first snap, Justin Herbert. I'm like, what the fuck? And he balled out. He had a rushing touchdown. He had a passing touchdown. Threw, threw for th- over, over three. 300 yards. Yeah. He made a couple rookie mistakes, but, I mean, stuff that you can correct very easily. He looked good. He could run. He could sling it. Uh, accuracy was a little worrisome here and there, but some of those guys saved him. Um, he played like he's been there before, and I think you got to keep rolling with him. And I, I saw a quote from Anthony Lynn that said that if Terod's healthy, he's our starter, which, like, I feel like that's nonsense. You know, you, 
you put up a really good fight against arguably the best team in the NFL. Yeah. You took him to overtime. You almost beat him. Ride the hot hand. It yeah. looks like it looked like the guys really liked playing with him. Yeah. Too. I mean, the, look, the receivers got theirs right. Terod Taylor threw for like under 200 yards in the first game. Yeah. Meanwhile, Herbert's throwing for over 300, and the rush attack was there too. Right. They He's rushed f- pro, They rushed for well, 150 yards. It's the it's like the keys to success always, right? You look at a team like the Rams, and it's like, why is Jared Goff so su- successful? Right. Why can he be so efficient? Well, because the play-action pass is where he makes his money, and if your running backs are getting theirs, Daryl Henderson had a really good game today, mm-hmm. and then he can he can eat people alive with those weapons on the outside. And it's a similar situation. It was last year, too. I just think Phil, because he wasn't as mobile and because it was right. so obvious that you guys were going to try and pound it with Melvin Gordon up the middle every single time, the defenses got ahead of y'all. Yeah. And I think that that's what— There's it, a lot of mystery now. It keeps people in check because he can he can drop it off the middle to Hunter Henry. If if Herbert figures out how to run a play action, then I think he's gonna be really damn good. He he can he, he can boofed f- a couple of them where he like went the wrong way on play <laughs> yeah. action. It's like all right, rookie, rookie mistakes. mistakes. Well, he Le- didn't even know he play- was starting. Yeah, learn the playbook a little more. Yeah, there was no game prep. He didn't think he was gonna start that game. Um, well, but he there was prep one like drive. you're gonna play right, 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 always. Yeah, yeah. But there's one game. There was one drive in that game where it was really impressive. I think it was like a 12 or 13 play drive, right? And it's like those are really veteran drive yeah. where you eat the clock right and you drive down and they only got three points but still i mean it was a very veteran like drive that i was just really pleasantly surprised with so yeah my takeaway for week two is that j- the chargers are better with justin herbert as their starting quarterback on that first r- rush the, the first touchdown where he got into the end zone he that got was great he got popped and i th- it was like a welcome he, to the welcome to the league he got kind of he got popped actually for a first down run it was like a third down conversion it was like 32. yeah he got hit hard he got hit one. hard on the sideline but the guy who hit him got knocked out. He like went limp for like yeah, two seconds he's a, and then got up and didn't know where he was. Justin Herbert's a tank. He's a big guy. Well, now he's the, skinny, but he's like six five. Well, he's a big boy. The whole thing in the NFL: can you run the RPO now, and can you run the PA? And that's an Oregon offense. And RPO, he can run it. Yeah, he can run it real, well, real well because he's a threat. To he reminds look, me of like Josh Allen a little bit. And this is someone that's not a Chargers fan, right? And I, the biggest issue, and I said to you guys, was when we were sitting and watching the Patriots game, was there's not enough touch on his ball, which will come. He'll get that because Allen well, now has Allen's a, been slinging it because well, he's got his touch on his ball now. Yeah. Now there's no touch on his ball yet. It's a right. lot of just said, fire. It's a lot it of fastballs. You said it was all just lasers. It's a lot of laser show yeah. over there. But we I got think the guys to catch those. That's good. Yeah, I, I listen. He was really impressive. I was really happy with what I saw from him. The RPO is huge, and you got to be able to run the play action. You got to be able to run the RPO. And another team that I saw that run, ran the play action so well last year and they can't run it right now is the Vikings. Not to veer off your point but it just reminded me because Kirk Cousins is having a, a tough time right and I actually was like okay maybe the charge maybe the Bills uh the Vikings sorry could come out on top from this Bills trade and it's a mistake yeah they made a mat for now made a massive mistake because it makes the play action way less threatening because all right you're gonna you're Thielen. not you're not gonna run it okay well, you, Thielen will we'll guard him yeah yeah you give me a rookie Justin Jefferson right. who had a no camp it's uh, you bring up a good point about the RPO. I mean, you look at all the successful teams, and I know Mahomes is Mahomes, but that offense they run through the RPO a ton, right? You look at Lamar Jackson, that offense does the same thing. It's a little bit more run happy. You look at the Bills, like you just said, you Patriots look at, now. Look at the Patriots now. You look at the Seahawks, who just beat the Patriots, who are probably the second best team in the NFL. I mean, these teams all run RPOs, and like you yeah. have to have a guy who's able to do that. Who's the best team? Who's yeah, the best team. The best team's the Chiefs, I still think. And yeah, Ravens are. I don't know. It's a. To, it's a toss. It's up, close, man. man. But all those Ra- quarterbacks. Ravens, can, Ravens, Seahawks, Chiefs are the top three. There's all no those question. quarterbacks. The crucial element for me is like in that RPO. Obviously, the run. 
when you can get a third and five for your team and take it yeah. across for that first down. Defense doesn't know what's coming. It's huge. Which one's it going to be? Is it's it huge. Quarterback that was my it? that was my um my beef. I think Nick, both of our beefs with that play call at the very end for the Patriots is that it was so obvious that they were going to QB blast it with Cam yeah. Newton. I mean, that I wanted to see them show something. We else. both wanted to see a, a play action pass, right? Didn't get it, but I, the Seahawks knew exactly what was coming. They ran the same play for a touchdown the last drive, which I it mean, was. I, well, I was too one dimensional. I, I was. I said at the snap, I was like, "No." I said I knew it was happening, and I knew it wasn't going to work. Yeah. And so did Seattle. And so did Seattle, and exactly because there was no disguise. And I texted one of our buddies who's a Patriots fan. I'm like. I don't really love that play call. No. He's been slinging the rock so well. At least give me some mystery. Let me, let me, let career, me. Career, career high in yards. Edelman too. Yeah, Edelman, Edelman had a career, career high on yards as well. Yeah, he was great. He was throwing the ball. Listen, he ran the ball amazing, but it's Cam Newton. But he threw the ball. One of the best I've ever seen Cam Newton Took throw care the, of ball. the ball too. Josh McDaniels is unbelievable. Give me some disguise. Give me some mystery right there. And I texted our buddy. I'm like. Why didn't we? Why don't we have anything? Why did we on the couch know what we were gonna do? He's like, "Oh, we gotta do it. It's our bread and butter." Like bread and butter. It's week two. We've had the guy for two games. <laughs> yeah. what kind of bread and butter are you eating? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. you're also like three yards away too. I mean, if it was like on the one yard line, maybe a little different. Yeah, that's exactly like the Dak Prescott situation. Right. Dak punched three. in three on the ground. That was today. the dumbest game I've ever seen in my life. Oh, he vultured Zeke. I'll. I'll. I'll my roommate had I mean, Zeke. My Zeke roommate had his. Zeke on his on his uh. team. Zeke got one touchdown though. Zach had three on the Could one yard line. Could yeah. be worse, but yeah, it's brutal. Or he I, vultured. He vultured Andy Dalton too. He did. Andy Dalton Andy came Dalton in. Red <laughs> Rocket home. Um, okay. Second my, takeaway. My takeaway was this, and I'll kind of piggyback into the Falcons. And I said this going into our, our sit down on the show is they did have two tough games, but there's going to be, and this is about the Falcons, and there's other teams involved in this. I am already on hot seat watch. Okay. There are coaches in this uh, that are head coaches right now that have to go. One, Adam Gase. Easy. Oh, Easily. Out. He, week yeah. eight. If See he's – he'll bags. be gone by week eight. Sour cream and onions. I think Bill O'Brien also needs to take a hike. He may last a little longer because somehow, some way, he's, he's the general manager. Yeah. What are you thinking? The DeAndre Hopkins trade is going to be one of the worst. That was like, you, Nick, because like working at a restaurant, it's like taking the worst server and making them a manager. That's literally what the that Texans Which did. We've seen before. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out! Shout out uh, to you. Um, <laughs> so like that's what it's like. That, you know, this guy can't really serve. You know what we should do? We should kind of let him serve and float a little bit, but we'll also make him the manager and give him more responsibility. That's what they've done, and so he'll last a little longer. Right? Uh, well, how I long? Mean, De- Devil's Advocate. Their strength of schedule so far is an A plus plus. But they were in the playoffs last year. They were beating the Chiefs. I know the Chiefs had that crazy comeback. They took a thing that was working, and he kicked it to the curb, and it's now broken. But it, but it wasn't working, and now it's working even worse. I, <laughs> well, now they're yeah, it, it up was, just creek without a paddle. It was kind of working, and they were riding on the fact that Deshaun Watson is incredible, and his heroics basically got them single-handedly to the playoffs. Trade last year. sucked. So you got Bill O'Brien, you've got Adam Gase, you got Dan Quinn, Dan Quinn for sure. How long are we gonna do this? I understand. I I, I definitely agree with you. But the, the issue is they're still a good team that I think can contend. And you're taking a step in the wrong direction if you're firing a coach very early. Dan, if they're out of contention by like week t- week eight, week ten, yeah, he's gone. See ya. Dan Quinn. But he's got a long leash. Dan Quinn, before this, was a defensive coordinator. Right. <laughs> and they, They've given back-to-back <laughs> 40 spots. That's ironic. You got a quarterback 
who is nearing the end of his prime playing unbelievable football. Julio had a three bad game today. Game, every single game. Every game like clockwork. 300 yards, three touchdowns. Gurley looks fine. Yeah. He looks fine. He looks fine. <laughs> They've allowed 78 points this season. That's the most in the NFL. It's crazy. And, and they scored 64, which is probably like the top third of the league. Top, top tier? Top, probably top five in the league, actually. Calvin Ridley's unbelievable. Russell Gage Jr., I have no idea where he came from. He's but great. He's good, too. LSU. Hayden. LSU? Hayden. Oh, yeah. Classic. Hayden Hurst scored today, too. Oh, he's good. We knew he was. We had we had gut feeling about him yeah. as well. The offense is good. Yeah. Defense can't stop a nosebleed. Defense. The defense can't do anything. De- <laughs> and Dan Quinn is blowing it for this football team. And as an Atlanta native, I am sick and tired of Dan Quinn's sorry ass being on the sideline. Wow, Sandra Bullock has a new stand-in for Blindside Two. Thanks. That's high praise coming for you, Jeez. boy. Leanne nice. <laughs> no, he's got to go. I don't. What What are we doing here? He, that, they were up twenty. They were up by a billion. Yeah, that was also really awesome by the Cowboys. Oh, it was. An, it was I'm an, sure uh, you were. It was an so unbelievable tactic. comeback. Obviously, the kick at the end, like you know, Greg the Leg is going to knock that in. Chris Collins was like, "That looks like a putt in the U.S. Open." <laughs> <laughs> at one that point, awesome. they, they what did they lose by? They lost by one. They lost by one point. And at one point in the game, oh, they missed a field goal. No, they went for two. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're, I, I was talking about. For no reason. The Cowboys did. No, the Falcons did. Well, the Cowboys also went for two. The Cowboys went for get it. And that's what made it and everything so like, crazy. What? Well, because we had that. We had the forward momentum. We were like, we were pressing on But them. they were going. It, it felt like we were coming back. And then we were down nine, seven. I have to seven. say, even though the Cowboys won, and we'll get back to your point in just a second. I just have to harp on this. Mike McCarthy made some pretty bad calls today as well. Yeah. Two sure. fake punts that were awful. Yeah. Going for two when they were down by 15. I think they should have kicked it to keep it a one-score game. They didn't convert the two-point conversion, so now they're down by two scores. That's That right there is an analytics thing. That's like straight analytics. The only reason why he did that, and Mike McCarthy was like sitting in a log cabin for a year and was like, oh, people are saying that analytics are important now. Right. And now he's like, I got I to gotta do what the yeah, analytics tell me. What about those dumbass... Fake punts. The the fake punts were. Oh, I'm not defending. I'm yeah. not like defending what he did. I'm just saying I think yeah. that's why he did it. And that's that's the thing. That's two weeks in a row where it almost cost him the game. The fake punt was in our own zone too, and it was not a good play call. It yeah. was just a bit. It was abysmal. Well, one of them was a fourth and five direct snap, and it's like, okay, come on. If yeah. I have a suit, and it's a nice suit, and you see me wearing this suit for a couple years, you go, Josh, I always love you in that suit. It's a good suit. Time goes by, grow out of it a little bit. I go, Nick. You want the suit? What are you going to say? Sure. You want my old suit? <laughs> no, you wouldn't take it. Don't be like that. Because my point being... The free suit. No, you're not <laughs> taking the... Well, is this a fucking Armani suit? The, or like, no, no it? it's like a schlubby suit that I've been wearing for God knows how long. Well, and my point being is... We don't have the same size. I'm a lot uh, bigger than you. Yeah. Um, McCarthy is... He's just. What was the point? I don't. I. I don't like this hire. Know, it's I not going to well, work. Well, he's not on the hot seat. He'll have some He's time. not on the hot seat. There's one other coach that I don't think that you mentioned that is on the hot seat. Ooh. Mike Zimmer. Uh, he's in for trouble. The Vikings. They just signed him to an extension, but yeah, he's in trouble. Well, well, everyone thinks they're supposed to be incredibly competitive. The thing is, extensions don't mean shit if you don't win. Hey, Jeff Fisher did get an extension that one time. And got fired. And got fired the next year. And now he's doing commercials. What are we talking? <laughs> we, hey, good. This is making money. The <laughs> I wish I was doing commercials. The uh, Doug Peterson. What are we? He's good. You, you. He won a Super Bowl. I look, don't know. I'm a Cowboys fan, and you're a bigger Philly hater than I am, which is hilarious. Cause, cause they beat you guys. They because blow. they're not they blow. good. They Miles blow. Sanders is is great. Great. But they got no weapons to throw to. 
They've got no weapons to throw to. I I will I say disagree it, completely. To defend so? to, to defend Josh here, I think Carson Wentz missed a lot of throws today. Yeah, he didn't look good. I think he missed a lot. I had a lot Their of errant passes. Poop. You He's think, pedestrian. Do you, you think Dallas Goddard? Zach it's good. Ertz. It's I like, good. I like their tight ends. I don't like. I don't really like Zach Ertz, but he's in, he's a service. If that's tight your end. one-two tight end punch, it's pretty nice. Deshaun Jackson's old. I mean, Deshaun Big J- Ward Jr. is a former college quarterback. Uh, okay, they, Deshaun Jackson is old. He's made some mistakes off the field. Sure, he still gets open like nobody's business. I don't mind Deshaun Jackson. He's got it still. I think Jalen Rager is yeah a rookie, but I think he's good. I think both tight ends are good. You've mentioned the running back who's good. Offensive line's a little banged up. I'll give him that. If the offensive line is so banged up, why is every other play a goddamn screen? Tight end screen, running back screen, wide receiver screen. Well, enough with the screens, Doug Peterson. It's every play with this guy. <laughs> I wanted to see Jalen Hurts today. He came in for a couple of snaps, but just was a decoy. I don't know what that was. That was the most bizarre it thing worked. of all time. Did it? Yeah, Sanders scored yeah. on that play. Let go, Jalen. Right. I don't know. Yeah, but mix it in. Make things right. exciting. So that's your takeaway. But, I, but he's not on the hot seat like those no. other three. What's your, what's what's your takeaway, Toss? Wait, who are the three, Oh, though? wow. You know who else Gase. on the hot seat? By the way, I didn't mention this, but I'm going to throw him out, and then I'll move to you. Patricia. Matt Just Patricia, You yeah. think he's – I was going to I was gonna mention another team with higher expectations. We all really like the Lions. I feel like we definitely like Matt Stafford, and they're totally blowing Defensive it. coach, <laughs> letting up a lot of points yet again. Yeah. Um, so your three are, well, I guess, four. Four now. And then my five. Zimmer. Yeah, so it's Gase, Quinn, Bill O'Brien, Patricia, Patricia. and then mine is Zimmer. Gase is gone in a, it's a fort, fortnight. Yeah. Um, my fortnight. my takeaway is that my mind has been changed. I'm really excited about the MVP race this year. I'm like really invested in it. And one, Russell Wilson has jumped out to the hottest start of all yeah, hot starts. He's sick. I want to. I'm on a start a campaign. Russ for MVP. He's cool. he's nine touchdowns, one interception through the first two games, which is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Now in the same division, there's another guy named Kyler Murray who has also jumped out to a two and zero start. And before the season, there were a lot of people in the media saying Kyler Murray is my dark horse MVP candidate. And I looked at those posts, I looked at those videos, and scoffed at them. Yeah. And now. He's um, scuffed at them. He's I'm matured. I'm kind of. I'm kind of like. I might be wrong. What he does is like with his legs. It's just Insane. ridiculous. It's so tough. It's like through Lamar. It's like it's Lamar. Like Lamar How do you, but he's even. He's, 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 he's quicker. I think he's shiftier than Lamar. Lamar's faster, like downhill speed. But it's a lower Kyler, center of gravity kind of thing. Yeah, he's yeah. like a little running back, man. Lamar Jackson did this. He didn't even throw a complete. He did this move today. And I didn't think that was possible. I li- I physically did not think you could. He like hit a stop and go and like did like a shimmy shake and then like just cranked that <laughs> so soldier swag. boy and like flicked it. So swag. Yeah. You ever yeah. see that video of he, him well, playing you, in high you school? Were, you were saying on that play, you were like, oh my gosh. And it ended up in an incompletion. Like exactly. The result of the play was nothing. Have you ever seen the, the highlight of him in high school? When he's like running, it's like a uh, angle from like the corner of the end zone, right? And he's running, and it's like the Vince Young run, right, where he's coming into like the edge by the pylon, and this guy completely whiffs on him because he just stops on a dime and stands straight up and then walks into the end zone. Mm. It's the swaggiest highlight. Oh, I've, I've seen that. Seen. It's unbelievable. Okay, I c- you want to make a game uh, from your because the MVP race is interesting, and we're kind of early in the season. Okay. We'll each give our MVP pick. L- whoever wins, if you do win, gets the t- the infamous thing we've been betting sometimes the T-shirt jersey. The Ooh. other two buy it. In on that? For that MVP. For that MVP. Okay, so you want Kyler? I don't want Kyler. Oh, okay. You're at your segment, you get first pick. I'm Damn, gonna pick I wanna I wanna pick 
Russell Wilson, but I think something's going to happen. And clearly it's a sign. If no one's ever voted for this guy to, to win MVP, unless it's like a Leo and Revenant in the Oscar kind yeah. of situation yeah. where wow. they just give it to him because he's due, uh, which he is. He is due. Um, I think it's going to be another guy who's won it before. Okay. And he's a, he's a gruff. Yeah, I think it's Rodgers going to win it. Okay. I'm taking Wilson. I have to take Russell Wilson. Okay, very interesting. Sorry that you have third pick. No, uh, no, no, it's fine. I, it's, you have more than us. I do a lot of t-shirt jerseys, and I'm cool with it. I'm comfortable with it. And the team that Shit, I'm, am I locked into a Rogers t-shirt now if I win? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. That's what I was, I was thinking. I was, I was. Our buddy Jake's gonna get a gift. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, I, you, I, you could have gone with Dak, honestly. I, I thought about it. I thought about it. I'm thinking about it too. Um, and I don't think we're good enough. Um. I, I think that I can't. I don't want to take. Cause I don't want this fucking t-shirt jersey. Maybe we could trade around. Are you just looking online right now? No, no, no. Swaggest t-shirt jerseys. No, I know. Hurry I, up, clock's ticking. I'm going. I'm, I'm going with the best team. The team I think is the best team in the league, and I think Mahomes. they're gonna win the Super Bowl. I'm changing my Lamar. mind. Lamar. Okay, so back to back. Yeah, our so boy, our boy Jack Settleman, Mike the baby, a, the baby goat. You might can get a gift. You can give him a gift. Yeah, not uh, that he doesn't new, already have that. the new co-host of Believe in Ravens. Yeah, shout out to the homie. Okay, so here's here's the game we we'll play. We, we Love another show on the Believe podcast. Yeah, yeah. that show uh, has Kamari again, the kid Gowie, who's a who's a great influencer, and Jack Settleman. So I went, I went Rogers, Wilson, Nick went Russell Wilson, and Josh went Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Uh, yeah. Was there anyone else you wanted to shout out for the MVP? I want to shout out my boy Cam Newton. I said him. Did I not? I mentioned him last week. You said that, and, and then I said I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if Cam Newton well. was in the MVP race. And once again, he ran for two touchdowns on the ground. Whoa, he's playing great. He's playing. He's playing very, very well. He it, and what did I tell you today? You were like, oh, unfortunately, James White did not play because of uh, personal reasons. Uh, a tragedy occurred in his family, which you know our sympathies to his yeah, family. It's, terrible, it's really, really severe. But we we had to pick up Sony Michelle in our fantasy league to account for that, and unknowing. Unbeknownst to me, I was like, I don't even care who we pick up because it doesn't matter because Cam Newton is gonna going to his. rush for the most yards on that team at the end of this year. He's going to rush for the most touchdowns. He's the best He's the best running back <laughs> on that team. He's the best quarterback yeah. on that team as well, obviously. He's, um, he's I have the a, guy. I have a quick dark horse. Call me crazy. <laughs> but uh, Garner Minshew. Okay. I think if he keeps playing the way he's playing, which he's playing like with balls of steel. Yeah. I mean, he looks fearless out there. He's electric. He's making plays. He's turning – Shitty plays into good plays. He's pretty accurate too. Yeah, I mean, if they win some ball games this year and sneak into the playoffs, one and one, he could be a top five MVP candidate. If he wins the MVP, I'll remove my lower rib and blow myself. <laughs> okay, uh, that's really graphic. Sorry, uh, I won't do that. <laughs> Josh's uh, Manson segment of the week. Can I just? <laughs> can I just? Can I just like buy you? Like nope. someone to blow you? No. So you don't do that, Nick. That's illegal. The uh, not in Las Vegas. <laughs> really. Well, Viva. Um, okay. Bunny Ranch, baby. My my, my, my dark horse Never is been. my go. dark horse is Big Ben, and I'll, I guess that'll transition us to mm. the two pretenders, contenders. So the two and zero teams are thus: Bills, Ravens, Steelers, Titans, Chiefs, Packers, Bears. Welcome to Cardinals, the NFC Rams, West. <laughs> Seahawks. Jesus. And Christ. we can have the same pretenders and contenders, right? For sure. Okay. So Nick, who's your pretender? The Chicago Bears. Oh, the, okay. So that, I think that's the pretender for everybody. That's I mine. think it's got to be. Absolutely. Okay, who's the second pretender then? Just to get a little sexy. I don't sexy. know if there's a second pretender. I mean, I, I think that everyone that is 2-0 is pretty damn legit. Uh, I think there's a team that's not in that league. <sighs> you think the Titans are not yeah, in that league? Yeah, I think they're not in that league. I agree. I would say they're the next. The next 
pretenders. I don't think they're necessarily a pretender. But that's your favorite to win the division this year. It's the not division a great division. Blows nuts. But that's still a contender. They're making the playoffs, winning their division. I'm right? saying contender comparatively to the other two and teams. I the mean, these guys made it to the AFC Championship last year. I think that I I would be shocked if Lightning struck twice. Yeah, no, I would I'd be shocked too. They're not that exciting of a team. They played a really close game against the Broncos. Mm. Um, oh and two team, so the I contender, guess let's yeah. go to contenders. Um, so the zero and two teams are the, the, the Carolina Jets. Panthers, the Atlanta Falcons, the Minnesota Vikings, Detroit Lions, Philly Eagles, New York Giants, Cincinnati Bengals, Denver Broncos, Houston Texans. New York Jets and Miami Dolphins. There's a lot more. Uh, there, are, I, I really don't think there's that many. Um, I would say maybe two. Um, my first thought is the Dolphins, actually, which is kind of wild. But they look like they've been playing some good ball. I mean, that's kind of that's a little crazy. Their to me. defense is not that bad, and they've been in these games. They got gushed today. They were in it throughout the. They were in it. It's a clear. It's a clear three. It's a clear three tier division, though. And the Bills and the Patriots are at the top in that first tier. Right. The Dolphins are in that second, and the Jets are in that third tier. And I think for that reason, they're not a contender for me. But I do enjoy watching them play football. I think they're fun. Yeah. I think they could be good eventually. I'm right. I, would, I really, at this point, after watching Herbert and Burrow, I, now I just want to see fucking two play. Two play. Yeah, yeah. Of course you do. Um, who's your contender? I mean, I I agree with, with Nick. Like, Again, like I like the Dolphins, I like the Bengals. They're fun to watch too, right? I don't think they're they're contender. I the Broncos, say, yeah, I think. Yeah, I want to say the Broncos, but like it depends on how long locks we'll out. See. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if I can rely on Jeff Driscoll to make it happen in that yeah. division, of course, because it looks like Chiefs are great, but it looks like the Chargers are, are ain't no slouch either. You know what I mean? And and not only is uh, is lockout, but currently Philip Lindsay is out as well, yeah. which that hurts too. Exactly. I mean, that's they're what, what was so appealing to them to Von me. Von Miller's down. Right, Von Miller obviously down. What was so appealing to me coming into the season for them was that they had a myriad of weapons for Drew Locke at his disposal. I mean, he had... A myriad of weapons. You like that? <laughs> he had Sutton. He had, he had <laughs> you Sutton. love your big words. He had Sutton. <laughs> he had a good word. Font caught another touchdown today. He's, he's, um, he's Jude dead. Judy's been playing well. If you have Lindsey and Gordon, I like both of them together. Like th- this is a team that had a lot of weapons on 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 the offensive yeah. side, and then you know it's a depleted defense. But it's yeah, a yeah. bummer. It's a bummer because I think that they had a shot to be competitive, and I don't know if they necessarily do now. The Texans, as much as we shit talk Bill O'Brien, they're gonna like beat some team at some point, and like be they're s- gonna win some games, be like sneaky good and compete in that division because that's how they Seven always are. Nine. Do we think that? Like is, we talked some shit. I think the, the Vikings Falcons, and the Lions. Do you think that they could turn it around? The Vikings schedule is brutal. Vikings schedule is tough coming up. The Falcons, I think, are the for me are the only contender. But again, can't stop a nosebleed. And they, yeah, they have the Bears next week at home, so they should win that game conceivably. I'd like to think. Right. But the Bears could be getting hot and feeling themselves. I don't know. And then they play at Lambeau. So whatever. I, I think. Th- I think in the next three games, the that NFC North division. Shakes down a lot differently outside of the Packers. At Packers. The I want to ask you guys a, a quick question. Yeah, uh, sure. It's it's more of just a pick who you think it is. Mm. Um, which team in the NFL do you think has the lowest point differential? Not lowest, the biggest point differential negatively. I'm already looking at it, so I'll, I'll, I'll toss. We'll go to you. Sorry. The Panthers. The Texans. Minus thirty-one. They suck. They're not good. Next is the Jets. <laughs> the Jets. So they're in the same realm as the Jets right now. Who what are the Jets? Minus 28. If you're the Jets. The Eagles are minus 28 as well. Do you tr- yeah. I'll say the, who's the worst team in the league? Is it the Jets? It's the Jets. Yes. Yes. Do yeah. they take Trevor Lawrence or do they trade it? The pick? Yeah. 
I don't know. That's the thing is, I, I don't know if it was you. I was talking to someone about it. You have the number one pick. Are you trading it? Are you keeping it? There was a question about Baker, right? It was like, if the Browns it's have the, the exact same pick. It's the exact same situation. Right? Do, they, do they take Trevor Lawrence or do they trade the pick? Right? And it's like, are you really ready to give up on your number one pick already? And like, well, if he, if you guys are picking number one overall, then it's because he sucked. It's not Darnold's fault, though. That offense is abysmal. I agree. I, I think you've got to see it out with Darnold. I think you can get a King's Ransom for the number one pick. King's if you, Ransom? If you want to be able to sell it. Um, there's definitely some teams that will give up a lot. Well, also, if the Jets end up as the worst team in the NFL, Gase is gone. Too, Peace. Right? So you've got a new guy coming in who you can now work with Darnold. But you which also that's, that's have that situation with like Cliff Kingsbury coming in, right? Where he's like, you know what? I'm trading Josh Rosen. I want Kyler Murray. I'm going to bring Darnold's coach. a better player. Dude, it's like... It's, I know. I agree with you. But you never know. New coach is going to be like, no, I have such a boner for Trevor Lawrence. Maybe they get hair. something for it. Darnold. Maybe, maybe they but get something point, for Darnold. But at this point, what can you get? I don't even... Dude, I... It's not the kid's fault. Their offensive line is... No, he's meh. talented. He's talented. They're they, they're running back today. But I do think you're a bigger believer than most people at what, who are not Jets. At fans. what point? Do we, at what point? How long does it take for us to get into the season? How many more games do the Jets have to lose before people start bringing up the ghosts? At what, at what point does <laughs> that see happen? Ghosts. When the ghosts come, when that. the ghosts come back, I forgot about that. His That's best true. receivers was Chris Hogan and Braxton Berrios. His, his best we? receiver was and Brashad Perryman was his best receiver. He hurt. Got, he got hurt. And Le'Veon was Quincy Anunua and Hurt. Rob Anderson. Robbie like, Anderson yeah. took a hike to a Carolina he's never team. Had, he's never had legit Chris, receivers. Chris Herndon. How long can he stay there for? You I know? mean, he's didn't he have a good game? Anyway, Le'Veon's hurt. That's their running back today was Frank Gore. <laughs> number one. I love Frank Gore. I love him, but come on. At what point? All right, great show, good fun. Um, we'll close it out there with some sweet NFL talk. We'll get back into baseball <coughs> next time. Baseball, huh? Uh, yeah, dude, I love baseball. I love baseball. Too. I know. We'll I'm talk so about it. Nick. Is you guys are going to the playoffs? Congrats, First man. time in fourteen years. Good for you. I'm happy last for you. Last time I was, last time I went to the playoffs was eleven years old. Isn't that crazy? I'd hang myself. That's that's pretty crazy. That's horrible. It's a terrible experience. I mean, look, Padre good for you fans, for Padre fans. There's not a ton of us, but we're one of the most loyal fan bases there is. Yeah, I guess the, that city like it, losing the Chargers like was like such a gut punch yeah. to that city. Having a team like the Padres that come in that's excited about their fans, that's excited about being around each other, playing around each other, you know, a rebrand of like the, the Brown, exciting young players like Tatis and Manny Machado and like even Croningworth who's probably gonna win the Rookie of the Year, and we've got ace pitchers. Like it just brings so much light and joy to that to that city that's like been you know just begging. For wow. a good team, I didn't really not to. We've you never. Guys, you guys have only had fifteen winning seasons in franchise history. Fifteen winning seasons, only four postseasons. Um, we've never had a no hitter. We're the only team in Major League Baseball with a no hitter. We were the last team in Major League Baseball to hit for the cycle. Um, Gone to the, got one Chargers, two. Chargers never won a World or never won a Super Bowl. Um, San Diego State hasn't done shit. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the Padres have been to fifty years. Clippers, the drought. Padres have been to the World Series twice, lost to the Tigers in '84, and lost to the Yankees in '98. So I mean, we're. This I is hope you get it. I hope you guys. I don't think it's going to be this year. To be completely honest, I don't think Tatis has been year. bad lately, and he's slumping. Yeah. We need to turn it back on. Um, Machado's been sick. But look, Machado's a winning a winning season that's oh, in the a, right direction. You're making is. the playoffs. That's in the right direction. I've been I've been I've been saying this from day one that this is going to be a stepping stone this season to next season where we're yeah. going to be true contenders. I mean, mm-hmm. we're a contender right now. We're good. We're the second best team in the NL behind the Dodgers. And, and unlike unlike the your other team, your basketball counterpart, the Clippers, 
they're not necessarily a team that's built to last, right? right? right. And this is a team that is, that you're right. building for the foreseeable exactly. future, not for win-now mode. Exactly. So I think that that bodes well. I mean, this team is going to be intact for the next four years. Which is huge. Which is awesome. Yeah. And like those guys are only going to get older, more mature, better. They're going to gel together, mold together. They're going to be able to hang out more, become friends, you know, become Aww. family. I mean, it, no, that goes a long way, though. When you're playing with your friends, like when you see guys in the dugout, they're having a great time, they're laughing, they're dancing. That's always fun to watch, but it's also fun for them to play. Like, yeah. They have yeah. smiles on their no, face. No, it matters. And that, like, it's contagious to, to, like, bring the joy to baseball. Hashtag vibes matter. For vibes sure. For sure matter. Cross sport, vibe check. Okay. Celtics locker room. <laughs> Kemba Walker. Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, and Jason Tatum all played together in the FIBA World Championships this past summer. You best believe that has made some sort of impact in the locker room. Yeah, for currently. sure. Bob check. Even though, Fine, even, like even though they said after game two, there was some words said in the locker room. Yeah, and I don't know if I buy into. I all buy in that Marcus Smart was frustrated sure. and he wants people them to win. People are passionate, of course. People. How are many times off. do we like fucking jar? I, I don't think that the three of us and we like do that. Like it happens. No, I think there are times where there are locker rooms where there's negative talk towards each other, and that's happened before. I mean, I think yeah. it, I think that happened. It was played out of proportion. Right. It with you know with KD and Draymond. I don't think that's the case here. I think it's I think these guys. Yeah, are, that's different. The KD Draymond thing was toxic. There's a difference between like being, each other. There's a difference between being pissy and aggressive and catty. Right. Versus, hey Nick, hey Toss, or hey Josh. And talking to me because we have that level of comfortability. We got to do this better. Right. And, and also, even if that is happening, on the counterpoint of that, Shaq and Kobe won two championships yeah. together. So, yeah. Well, maybe LeBron will bring one back to LA, which is looking very nice right now. It is. Um, cool. Fans out there, drag both feet inbound, swing on a full count, rip that puck, get that putt, hit your PKs because they free. Congrats to you making the playoffs in the Padres. Congrats to you. Uh, and the stars going up 1-0 in the Stanley Cup. Hey, and congrats to all of our fans that took our picks this week. Yeah, so Way far go. so good. Go. Stick with us. And hit your free throws. Why, guys? Because they're free. Because they're free. We out you. We love you. We sitting here. I'm supposed to be the franchise player. And we in here talking about practice. Five seconds left in the game. Clock at five. Pass is intercepted at the goal line by Malcolm Butler. Rebound box. Back out to Allen. History final. Tie game. Gives it to Jenkins for the championship. He's going for the corner. He's got it. Bases loaded. Two out. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. 
Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nyx.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.